1: Hey, it's the podcast guy.
0: Sutton Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. And there it is! Saturday United at the GM Vauxhall
1: Conference have put down First Division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before but never won like this. But the whistle goes down. you for Sutton United. Sutton United and the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new
0: peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast, another one of the special editions. It's the XU's Views. I'm Mike and joining today, I'm very delighted to say we've got a Hall of Famer again. It's uh, Tony Rains. Hello, Tony. How are you? I'm good. Nice to see you. Lovely. Thank you. Just in a moment, we're going to be talking obviously about your um, career and your memories at Sutton United over the years. Um, it's going to be condensed because I did promise not to keep you long and there's a lot to talk about so it will be uh, maybe maybe on, on warp speed but um, just everyone if you just don't forget you can help support with the cost of the show with uh, donations on Patreon where you get to get episodes like this um, early up for details it's at somethingpodcast.com or you drop me a message via email uh, which is Mike at somethingpodcast.com and at somethingpodcast on any of the socials. Right, so Tony we can't really start anywhere without talking about that goal so let's obviously. let's start there talk us through that let's, goal.
1: Skip start the game the, the, the whole thing or, or or which which part we'll
0: start I mean, with, we'll start with the goal
1: the goal <laughs> it's is it there's a couple of, of uh stories that that reel off this um and uh we, we obviously it's been well we went out the park before we um played them it was two o'clock kickoff as the lights uh, so we were in the park at ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, in the end, we were so desperately poor. Barry just sent us in and say, "We'll see how it goes," and he was right. As it goes, so if you want, to talk through it. Well, obviously, Max was just a tap in from half a yard. As I keep telling him every time I see him. But uh, it was it was a both kind of started with the Mickey Stevens. Um, Nigel flicks it on to me, uh, and I'm making a run in the back now. I'm not prolific. Probably uh, three, probably four goals tops in. 725 games so not prolific not really expected the score got the header uh, and it was brian Kilklein and probably surprisingly he didn't handball it i don't think he got sent off in those days but um yeah it nestled in the back of the of the goal and i was just headed for the cameras basically
0: i mean that's a very nice story I, when i said that goal i meant the 1983 london senior cup final goal, where you scored the winning goal in that cup final?
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> I, uh, Dully, yeah? Yeah. I can talk <laughs> you through that one as well. Yeah. That was a problem. As a, a race, um, delivery from in our half, it was a foot right to the back of the goal where John was, and he handed it down, and it was the kind of diving. It wasn't quite as good as Peter Osgood's when he scored at Chelsea in Old Trafford, but it was I, I kind of lobbed the keeper with the diving header. Uh, we won 1-0. And uh, yeah, you're quite right. Yes, that, that's uh, just as important. <laughs>
0: um, that you did mention that one when we when we spoke briefly at the ladies' match a few weeks ago. When I sort of said, look, there was 720 odd other games, and we will obviously talk about Coventry. There's loads and loads of interviews that you've had about the Coventry, so you you're probably sort of not sick to death of it, because uh, I'm sure it's it's been wonderful to, to reminisce. But yeah, <laughs> but. For younger fans, give a little, tiny little potted history of Tony Reigns at Sutton. Now, as I said, it's a long history, so don't don't worry if there's anything you skip out, but just a little potted history of your, your playing career.
1: Okay, so um, I was at Fulham Schoolboys, kind of 14-ish, round about that age, 14, 15, um, and then got taken on as an apprentice. Um, but prior to that, I was uh, while I was playing in, in, in these games, before I'd actually signed uh, football terms as such, it's pretty pro so it's terms. Um I was playing the Sutton Reserves with the the, the unbelievable Kenneth Island in charge. Um so I was in the end playing for Fulham in the morning and then Sutton in the afternoon. Um, so that, that was the start of my career really. Uh, then had my mm-hmm. um, another two three years at Fulham. They decided to release me um, Fair enough I think it was a flick of a coin that um as they told me not as I'm assuming uh, but uh, they, they thought they'd be in the same position in a year's time and be it was, it was uh, Bobby Campbell's not with us anymore and Mike Kelly uh and they did think and and Mike Kelly had a, a big chat with me about it and they just thought they might be in the same position following year and the person which I was trying to dislodge which w- would have when I was 18 would it was Tony Gale. Um, obviously, his boot man, but he was also uh, not a bad player. <laughs> so, so it was. Uh, he he moved on eventually, and then, as I say, I, um, I went back, having I mean, played for the reserves. Then I I went back as um, a semi-pro at Sutton, and that's where that started. And I finished that season. i was playing in playing the youth, so i was still young enough there, under eighteen, playing the reserves. And we, I think, we won the league. People like Martin Clark was there, Michael Joyce. Um, and several others that, that made uh, distinguished careers. Uh, so 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 it was good for us. And once I'd done that year, then I was starting to um, dip my boots into the first team squad, which I got into. Uh, and then, seven hundred and twenty-four games later, that was my last game. for some.
0: blink of an eye. <laughs> you've you've mentioned um, breaking into the side. So I I've got that your debut was. Um, in January '79, and uh, your brother John had had to score a goal to sort of take the shine off your debut a little bit, didn't he? This
1: uh, did, did debut, which is a debut, who was our Uh
0: I think it was Carl Shorten in a yeah, it, in a
1: cup game. game. Yeah, cup game. Yeah, it was. It was. At, that, that's right. I think we lost three uh, two. I think it was. It, yeah, uh, uh, but it was. Uh, we we scored uh, with a ball that was. I mean, this is a VAR thing, is it? It's the VAR. It was a yard off the pitch, uh, and they scored. They pulled it back in and scored, and, and beat us accordingly. they um, we've had our fun with them since, so we we'll let that. But yeah, that was my debut. I remember Ricky Kid coming up, or, or, or it might have been Terry Harris, one of one of the top uh, senior players, and saying, "That's not bad for a debut."
0: <laughs> so what what was it like? I mean, obviously we've mentioned John, much loved dearly missed by loads and loads of uh, people around the club, fans included, had a long distinguished career with us. However, I'm an older sibling myself, and I know the younger siblings will have some interesting stories about the <laughs> the older sibling. So, what were the what were the uh, the ones that made you complain to mum as a child, or even as an adult, where you had to you had to you had to talk to his supervisor?
1: That's it for you. Probably. Um, <laughs> to be fair. We, we had seven years different. So our, our social side for uh, the, the initial period and me being 18, being 25, he, he was uh, doing what he was doing, I think, to get married as well and this so and the other. So so we, our paths didn't cross and surprisingly, we didn't argue at all, apart from on the pitch. The, the one things we did do on the pitch um, was to do it on purpose if we weren't playing very well and we'd have a rut between us and it would lighten everybody else up that they were trying to calm us down. So... So there, there was that, um, obviously his best man at the wedding, a few stories with the tash, you know, obviously he's called the tash, and uh, he used to sellotape it down overnight, and I had to cut through his bedroom every morning when he was telephoned up with that and this, that and the other. So um, that was the funny side, more off the pitch really than, than on the pitch, uh, we we quite gelled on the pitch.
0: And um, I spoke to Steve cuz a few months ago as well, so the three of you were on the pitch at the same time. and. Apparently, used to annoy all the other players by just shouting, Cuz, 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 Cuz.
1: Well, it wasn't all the <laughs> other players. It was just Steve, uh, just uh, Bobby Green. Um, oh. <laughs> so, Steve Rogers or myself played right back, Vicky Berto, and then John played, and Bob Greenie was on the left. In the end, we, we, we let him come in and we, we called him Bruv or Cuz or something <laughs> like that. But he, he just got fed up with it. But, uh, good play,
0: Bob. Good play. So what are are your memories? I mean, we've obviously mentioned the Coventry game, and as I said, there's loads and loads of interviews about the game, but how did that kind of change your life? We saw on the the intro video there a few of the clips of that game, because it is still, after all these years, one of the the, the highlights for Sutton United and one of the things that we're remembered for. Unfortunately, poor Coventry lost to Wrexham on the same day, 34 years to the day that they lost to us, so they they must hate the 7th of January. But what, what... What's it kind of done to your life where you sort of, one of a better phrase, dragged out to talk about it sort of every, every year?
1: Uh, it's certainly not an issue to talk about it every <laughs> year. When, when Sutton have their little cup runs and, and, and it's their turn or this era's turn, yeah, know, we, we were there at the Arsenal game, the, the Leeds game, uh, the Wimbledon games. Um, so then they bring all the players back and, and it brings back memories that, and hopefully gets the atmosphere even better from, yeah, it, it was, you know, my friend is John Motson. You know, I talk to him on the phone occasionally, and and things like that just wouldn't have happened if we hadn't beaten Coventry on that day. Um, so there's lots of uh, of stuff, uh, interviews with this game and that game. So it gave you an in- insight um, to the TV world a little bit. And and as I say, you get a phone call from Motti every now and again. How bad not is that? that?
0: Not bad at all. A lot of younger fans who know Coventry as they are now, League League One. Championship side and it's kind of difficult to explain that at the time, I think they were sort of third or fourth in the league or they finished that high in the league. They, they, sorry,
1: sorry. They, they, they were when we played them, they were fifth yeah. and then when we played Norwich, Norwich was yeah. third.
0: Yeah, we don't talk about the Norwich.
1: So, <laughs> no, no. Well, that's part and parcel <laughs> yeah, of it. No, we're just... still playing in front of 24,000. Yeah. Um, but to put it in context, I'd say it was something like us beating Everton, who were, who are in the Premiership. Yeah. but that that's roughly, I would say, at the moment. In fact, commentary were probably doing a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's a bit more, more
0: more than that, but because they're obviously. Yeah, them. I
1: can't say Fulham, because Fulham are my old side. So, <laughs> um yeah, some someone, yeah, someone like that, Villa, Fulham, that that type of side, and they were there and they were doing. And if if you run through the side, there was eight or nine proper internationals. David Speedy what a player uh, and, and david phillips and, and steve grozovic i don't think you got a cap because there was other yeah. other kate shilton and clements were so good uh Kiel klein i mentioned him and, and uh, yeah and, and there's, there's a couple of others as well so uh, th- my, their side was, was lined with international
0: yeah one of my all-time favorite players cyril regis um, oh cyril yes he, yeah
1: well, we played against um, him when he was at eight so we, we we kind of you know knew a little bit about him but he progressed very nicely he, uh, and they had Ray Houghton on the bench yeah so, you know that, that was a winning goal two years prior to that uh, and you know that's our football bite you know, on the proverbial
0: yeah no it's very good one, i know you mentioned david speedy that's one of my abiding memories of when i watched the video i do love david speedy's face um, when he's realised that we've lost, um, but I mentioned I do it on the video because, um, like I mentioned to you, that was the season I started supporting Sutton. But because okay. I'd only just started supporting Sutton, I was like naive fourteen-year-old. Well, I can't get a ticket because that's not fair. Leave it to the true supporters. I'll get one for the next time. And thirty odd years <laughs> passed before <laughs> the next time. But never mind. I'm, I'm over it. I'm not. <laughs> so aside from the Coventry and also the other big cup competition, the, the Anglo-Italian. Um, yeah. What's your fondest memories at the time at Sutton? It could be on fondest the or off the pitch, whichever you
1: prefer. Oh, very, very simple. Uh, we beat um, Getty 2-1. We were meant to go and make the numbers up. Um, we, we wore the England strip with the FA Davis as we were representing um, England as such. 2-0 at half-time, Bobby had scored and John had scored. And it was just like, Well, this isn't really meant to happen, Um, but we'll take it. I remember Barry being a bit um, tongue-tied with it. He didn't really expect us to be tuning up. Anyway, we we expected a battering. It came on. They scored early on, 10, 20 minutes, and it never came. And we defended it quite well uh, and won the game. I think there was 10,000 there. There was a, a moat. One of these pitches was a moat around the pitch. And then we went to... Uh, we showered up and we went to the banquet where the Italian side we met some receive, and that wasn't the case. And uh, the case was that it was an eight course banquet, and we had a cara for wine after and a cara for wine between every course. So we had fun. <laughs> then That's we were uh, just a quick, really quick story. It's, yeah. I think it was someone like Dave Gowers, not And We went back to the, the hotel. hotel, the bar was just shutting, the shutters were going down. They went, whoa, 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 no, no, no. And he went, No, it's, it's shut, it's shut and and they got the a bit of lira out of the pockets and just put it on the table and the barman just threw the keys at them. So <laughs> we had a free bar all night, <laughs> you know, of, of, of which a lot of us paid for the following day. And I guess we went into into Rome or so, somewhere. No, no, near the, near the, the Etna or the, the, the volcano near there. Uh, but uh, yeah, we were very hungover, but deserved,
0: I think. Lovely. So yeah, well I mean that was kind of the beginnings of being referred to as a golden period. There was the obviously the Anglo-Italian. There was the a couple of cup ties against Middlesbrough. Obviously the, the yep. Coventry game shortly afterwards, and a, a few as we've mentioned um, the Senior Cups, Surrey Senior Cup and the London Senior Cup. A couple of disappointments.
1: No, I think when we were up, yeah, game where we we beat Aldershot. Now mm-hmm. that was the first ever time Sutton side uh, had done. Um, Beating the professional side. Uh, that was Now, I know that uh, Aldershot have dropped down, but they were in Div 3 at the time in Old Money. Uh, and then we mm-hmm. drew Peterborough away, who were in Div 4, but such is the likeness of the two, they, they were much better than Aldershot. And to go yeah. there and beat them 3 1. And it uh, sounds a bit social all the time, but it was a good journey back. Again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Robin mentioned that one as well. Now he mentioned there was a, a sort of an aura of upset uh, after the Norwich game. He wasn't he wasn't pleased with how it kind of panned out. I know we, we got we got beaten and well beaten, but how, how was it for you? Because from my memory, they paid us a huge amount of respect and they put out a very very strong side and they didn't give up. Um, they didn't kind of just take their foot off the gas. They just kept going for it. Um, but what was it like in the Norwich game? We had, as you mentioned, twenty, 20 odd watching us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there was about, I think it was twenty four, twenty six thousand. 26,000. Obviously, you're you trying to put into context context. Sorry, of how Norwich would be to Coventry, and they were third and fifth in reverse. So you're thinking it's not going to be much different, but Coventry obviously didn't perform on the day. They had a go. I'm not saying they didn't have a go, but they just didn't perform. And apart from the last 10 minutes, we've done very well, and then we got smashed. But the bar, the post, Nigel Golly, Vernon, Trevor Rothie, done as much as they could, to, and they did keep it out. Um, so the context was, well, we should do okay. And I think that's why we ended up getting smashed in the end, because we probably thought we could win that because of come from. Um, and then, obviously, the, the, the tie is over, in essence. So it's, it was a, a damage limitation really. Yeah. Um, but just what one kind of small funnyism, or whatever you want to put it, is that we went 8 nil down and Trevor Roffey if you're if you, remember, if you you're a football person So you know If you've gone one down With 10 minutes to go You rush into the back of the net Get the ball Get it back down So It slotted the 18 I think I don't know it was um, uh, Yeah uh, uh, Little Scotch guy Great play Great play And um, It slotted past Roth From about 12 yards And Roth turned And ran to the back of the net And I said to him Roth Come here Come here I said, Can you see us Turning the game now? Right nil down With 10 minutes to go he went, Well, not really. I said, Well, slow down and we're going to get smacked by 10. <laughs> In the end, it ended 8 0 and we we'll didn't concede again. Um, um, but, but things took over after that. I'm not sure whether to speak about it. I'll leave that to you, which took, took everything. Didn't take it. No, I put that. Which um, overtook our defeat. Um, mm. And that's that's always been a thing about that game. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Was very, very sad but um, showed a, a man his calibre and resilience and love for someone who, who, who was involved in that. I'll leave you to ask the question if you want to.
0: Okay. It's up to you if you want to elaborate. or.
1: Oh, oh, um, I'm quite willing to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. I don't know how Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it was a coach, car, a coach hit the, the car uh, on, on the way back and handicapped her to the, the day she passed. Um, mm-hmm. Just... 18 months ago, I think it was now, uh, yeah. and I, 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 can't put into words what Abel, Mickey Stevens, Michael Stevens, he stopped his job that next day. He, he we, in fact, when we got back to Sutton, he drove straight back to Norwich because we, there was no mobiles in those days, so there was phone calls flying around. We had to get all the way back to Sutton. Then he got the phone call on the old phone, as such, and then he had to, he went straight back up. I think to his dad, and. We heard, held a bit. She, she was very close to passing away then. Um, mm. We had a vigil at, uh, somewhere in Nork with our Reverend or our pastor, or what, what they are. And, and she was never the same again, but she pulled Brown And in her voice, you could hear the old Jackie. Yeah. She just couldn't be the old Jackie, if you like. Yeah. But, but what a man. What a man. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. I do remember, again, I was quite young at the time. I do remember hearing but didn't have all of the details. Obviously, it's not the kind of thing you ever ask about. So on the pitch, who... <laughs> this is a horrible question, by the way. Who was, like, the best player? Who was the one that, when you got the ball, you were like, I'm giving it to, to, to help us out here? What, the, want...
1: To score a goal? To...
0: <laughs> to just take off the pressure, to do to, to do something.
1: Right, so, so it's a really good question. The only thing is, which era would you like it in?
0: which again this is so,
1: okay okay so you go,
0: both
1: two three well it's gonna be at least two or <laughs> three uh, um probably when i started ricky john can go with all of these right because john yeah. me and john were fine he was a very good captain when he took over from larry he looked after me looked after everyone so you can take it as red john would be in the fray and um, so I'd say in the first era where I was a young 18-year-old, I'd look for a a of Ricky Kidd. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rick, uh, um, prolific goal scorer for us, had a spell at Dagenham and come back and was renowned for having a half before he left the ground mm-hmm. after each game. But one half turned into two halves. that uh, we won't do any So in that era, Ricky Kid, um, oh, um great mate of mine. Um, doesn't get far away. We met up the pub, not intentionally, <laughs> After Christmas. Um, so uh, and the story I mean, I don't know if you've done him, but the story of him it keeps going, keeps going. And he had little spells here and there, but now he's you know, he's a director, um, and helps out. Uh, but the funniest guy I've ever met in my life, um, influential Nicky Stevens should have been a pro. Not sure why. He probably, probably ch- chose not to be a, a pro, I would imagine. Probably at th- those days where you're, well, you're not paying us enough. I'm getting a couple of quid from Sutton, uh, working in the bank as he was prior to the accident. Um, there so many. Gavin Fraser, he lives in Jersey now. He, he, he was in the Anglo-Italian Cup for a little. So if you're going to roll it on a bit, look look with with look at Paul McKinnon. How can you not look at Paul McKinnon? I think he still holds the record for a number of goals. Um, and I'd say what all these people are, still my friends and still my mates mm-hmm. and we still contact each other. So so it's not who I'm thinking of. And I, I suppose just a glimmer, because okay, he'll have the ump otherwise. Lenny Dennis weren't <laughs> there. Lenny wasn't there you know, at you all. Did, you didn't need to say it, because as soon as you said oh, <laughs> well,
0: it, <be> otherwise <laughs> Oh, it's Lenny. Um, I have to admit, yeah. Lenny... Lenny's on Facebook, and it, I do see a few, a few people yeah. chatting. And it's like, it's it's really funny that, to see all the names popping up. Yeah, um, yeah. I will admit, yeah. I've always... So Lenny was from my kind of time when I first started supporting, yeah. banging in the goals, and then Paul was always in Sweden. And then yeah. he came back a few months into the season, and everyone was always, yeah, he pulls back. And I'm like, excuse me, Lenny's done so much work. And I used to always be offended on Lenny's behalf. <laughs> didn't get it i just didn't understand the whole the whole concept but that was a uh, that was some remarkable transfer business we sold him to malmo every year and then took him back in and sold him again yeah that's
1: yeah, good day. business very good business yeah so yeah and um i think you've got to put effing a in there so he was uh yeah. of what he went on and achieved you know to play in premiership uh, as he did um so that would that would i've missed out loads yeah <coughs> oh, larry, larry pritchard <laughs> i've got to mention Larry. It, yeah superstar of the club uh, uh, and what a player and I know for a fact know for a fact and they put in the ball uh, fifth I think it's 58 game, uh, amateur games for England half of them at Wembley uh, and then went on to coach and and, and manage and he went yeah uh, you know, he played all those games he was at wickham for three years as well so um, yeah I mean, there's still loads more I've missed out,
0: but no, of course, of course uh, there is. It's a it was a horrible question to ask someone who who's only paid like one or two seasons, but for you, it's a really horrible <laughs> question. You mentioned again, some people wouldn't quite get it. The turning pro and making a choice not to. You're kind of as you, as you were tailing off. It's kind of coming to the end of that era where people were saying, "Okay, well, being a pro is is much worth is very worth it." But when you were working, um, as you said, it was. A choice to say well actually do i do i want to do that or can i get some money from something and concentrate on my on my um career because you were uh, is it insurance Yuri?
1: Yeah, legal in general yeah
0: yeah yeah so you're the, the briefcase at the front of the-
1: <laughs> that's right yeah
0: that's right <laughs> did you actually have a briefcase or did they actually make you just carry around the briefcase everywhere
1: i did have- the only
0: thing was i had nothing in it <laughs> yeah so <same laughs> It
1: was an show. Yeah, I, I um, in answer to your question, I don't know. It was a kind of a separation in those days. You were non-league or you were pro. And there wasn't a lot of merging. And it's very difficult to come from a non-league side to a pro side. Uh, and I don't know if that was just face or you got missed as going through the system. I don't know. Um, but this day and age, because... Of what happens with people coming in and putting a lot of money into clubs, you could be go like anyway along the non-league bit. You've got pro club or clubs training full time, which mm-hmm. makes a, a huge difference. Um, but in our time, it, it didn't happen a lot. Um, Joycey went to Maidstone, Maid, Maidstone for a year, and they were full time, but they were in what would be the eighth national league now. Um, so there wasn't that many people who, who, who stepped up. Uh, having said that. In the current era, you've got your Paul rogers you've got your Nicky baileys uh, who mm-hmm. who have done it because it was more accepted then, uh, and uh, yeah, you know, they have good players as well, obviously. Very yeah,
0: yeah. What, one of the articles I most find on you was you talking about a young Nicky Bailey coming on, and we had some high hopes for him, and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so it was, a, it was an old newspaper report for I can't remember which game it okay. was, but uh, you were talking afterwards that the youngster Nicky Bailey, and I was like, youngster, oh yeah, okay, I've got to remember. Obviously, you were there for a a year or two. Was there any particular supporters or areas of the ground that were particularly supportive or negative to you at the team when you you were playing or coaching? Could you hear what they were saying?
1: That's a good question. I think when I played, they were really good to me. You have a bad game. I was a player. Each game, rather than a three and nine, I was probably pretty steady. Gave my all. And I think, yeah, we're getting eight hundreds, a thousands, and you could hear comments in the crowd. But as I say, I, I, I don't remember having a, a, a barricade or taking any stick Matt Hanlon, you might talk to him, and you'll understand why he celebrated the way he did when he got his commentary goal. They gave him a little bit, but Matt done that, scored the goal, went to Wickham full time, become a far better player than he was when we played. Came back and was excellent, and he's, he's a top man as well, top top man.
0: Yeah, I remember his second spell, him and the aforementioned Nicky Bailey having a little conversation in the middle of the pitch. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. So, again, but this
1: they is fair, they did, they did shake hands and in the, oh, ne- yeah. the next game, I, I took charge. John was away looking at a player. I took charge and we beat. went over and beat the runaway leaders, Canby Island. And yeah. um, Nicky played. But he had to re- retake a penalty at least twice, and I think three times. First person over to him. Yeah. Matt.
0: Yeah, I... Honestly, I know everyone gets all they clutch their pearls when they see it, but I'm like, it's fine, there's absolutely no problem as far as I'm concerned. If as long as they sort it out, then not a problem as, as far as I'm concerned. This one, um, are there any stories now you can choose whether you want to be from when you were coaching or when you were playing? Stories from the training ground or dressing ground, a dressing room or nights out that the passing of time allows to be shared? <laughs> you Most don't have to name names.
1: Um, not, not, not. I don't remember any that were outrageous. Apart from the Italian one and, and, and the journey back from Peterborough, you might the, the the coach was rocking one side to the other. Um, so all the way back. Not the only kind of funny thing. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned it before, but when we were playing just before the second, and we were walking off, and different people were talking to people, and for some reason. Someone said to Len, there's going to be a large police presence today. And then after the game, when it all kind of calmed down, he said, well, the only thing is, I didn't get the present." <laughs> so take, take what you will from that. I'll tell you, yeah, no, I, I, there is one other one. There is one. And I, I'll let him, well, you'll, you'll let him. We, we were having a particularly poor spell when I was playing. Barry was in charge. Uh, and he'd sat us down around the changing room. Only, uh, before we went out training or after we finished training and we are trying trying to get a bit of uh, a decent, you know, it's playing a bit better than we were and it, and he starts off at the goalkeeper, Trevor Rocky, when you played against so-and-so and you were coming out, you are demanding, got the ball, just it, you need to get back to that. And then we, he was kind of edging his way round, round, come to me and you need to play like you did when you're there. And, and as he was going round, he was kind of running out of things to say. So we get round and, and Obviously, I don't know who knows, but Joycey, sometime previous to this, score, we beat we beat Leatherhead 11-1 and he got nine uh, and missed two sitters to get ten, like, embarrassing. And and John scored two and got booed by our own and supporters booed, yeah. for scoring <laughs> mid-7. Um, so, anyway, so he's going around the, round there and he's running, he's, he's virtually just saying a, a team that, you'd done well with her. and he just got to Joyce who was sitting there and he went levered and Joyce he just went fish face like and Barry's gone on to the next person McKinnon when you and then he's the whole dressing room's just collapsed uh, and so so whoever was in that dressing room if you ever say to one of them levered they will call you a fish face <laughs> it's all down to Joyce. um
0: I think it was a uh, young Matt who uh, had mentioned a couple of stories one was was you when he was uh, him and a couple others had come out of uh, one of the nightclubs and uh, <laughs> they were a little bit of worse for the wear and next thing they've called it, they've hailed a cab and you're, getting. in, <laughs> and they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> and another one, um, he spoke very, very highly of John again, said so many people wanted to play for something because of John. Yeah. And he said he was telling one particular story. Um, I, I forget the name of the player he's talking about. We just conceded a corner from a corner and he sort of went. Yeah, I should have picked him up. And he said it was about egg sandwiches. I should have picked him up from that corner. And the whole changing room just went silent. And your your brother ended up throwing the whole egg sandwiches or something, <laughs> dropping down his face. And that was crying, as he was telling the story years later. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he didn't do it that often, but
1: <laughs> no, he didn't do it often. But when he did, you
0: know. <laughs> and I was told I can't remember who told me this one. There was another one about him when he was managing. He was putting the team in, and you were like. Can I just see that team sheet? Are we not playing with a left back today then? <laughs> I don't remember
1: <laughs> that. I've been out on the pitch doing the coaching. Uh, yeah, forget, and, forgetting, forgetting which
0: players were playing. And Probably, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So, do you feel, and I think I know the answer. but Do you feel that in your time with all the different teams that we were that you were part of, that we overachieved, underachieved, or did about right with with the performances and how we compare with other clubs of a similar size.
1: Yeah, um, similar size in ground status in bigger sides than us, smaller sides than us. But it and it's a horrible thing to say, but it mostly boils down to planets. Mm. Uh, and you you'll see all the size Wrexham this year coming, I mean, they've got massive backers now and them and Notts County are flying away. Uh, uh, and you've got the older shots who have gone down because they didn't get to back in and this that and the other. And I always say that whatever league you look at, if you put the name of the side uh, and and their their wage bill a week and put it in order roughly, that's how the season would finish. At particularly at our level, if you get to the top level now, if you give them it paid 50 grand a week or 75 grand a week, it doesn't really matter. If it, we would we were, it's got to be said that that, that some of these players, or all of the players, were going home to wives, kids, mortgages. And the extra 10 or 15 quid was important. You know, mm-hmm. so it worked like that. But going back to what you said, uh, I'm not sure whether i mention who it is, but it came down and John spent a, a period of time and the nitty-gritty and he went, well, I'm, I'm sorry, John, I, I, I like what you said, but I've got a wife and I've, got a, you know, I've been offered XYZ somewhere else. And John went, fine, doesn't work out, come back. He was back on the Thursday because he liked what he saw. I tell you, this is Andy Ryan, and he's what a good player yeah. he was, and, and yeah, he, was, he, he he loved it. He loved it. I'm sure he won't put
0: it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's again, he's going to love it if he listens to this. His names come out so often. the the sort of time when Nikki was here and we had a really strong young side who were really really ambitious, and it was at the time we can't afford to pay them. Extra money. There was a little bit of like, oh, we're never going to achieve anything. We're always going to be a club playing at a lower level. But then I look at the examples of like Kingstonian around us at the time, where they spent loads and loads of money, and then look at what's happened now. But you were kind of, you were sort of in the middle of that. How how was that for you guys, um, knowing that we've got a really good group of players, but we just couldn't keep them because of money.
1: Um, It's it's you know what you've got. So what. Was never done at Sutton. I don't know if it's done now, I've not done Sutton. Is it, it He would never go into Dave Herm, the chairman, Bruce, or whatever, and say, Well, you know, I, I need X, Y, and Z, and that, that the other. He would quite simply say, You've got your budget. That's what you started with. That's what you agreed to. Uh, uh, and that was that. So, jo- what John was really good at was, was just shifting a player in for a, six weeks, a month, uh, who, who wasn't getting a game per se. Um, uh, Shot or one of the, the pro sides around us, maybe Chelsea Reserves or something like that. Uh, and he'd get him in um Peter Phil springs to mind in, in latter times. You know, 50 or premiership games and he'd come and played and helped us. And there was several players like that that, that you could do. Uh, and he done that. Um what he did do, or we, I'm gonna have to go on a we on this, we did reject one a player that that wasn't bad. Uh, and we thought it might not suit our style and uh, it was offered to us from QPR for a period of time so do you want to hazard a guess? No, good. Cool. on. Uh, Peter, a uh, big tall lad.
0: Oh <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah so we, we, we turned down Peter Prout, basically so but he, he, I mean, he, would, that, he, he wouldn't have lasted long because he'd played two or three games and so somebody else would come in for him. But yeah, we have to... As, as the good signings come in, as FN, the cuckoo comes in and walks off the wreck and says, can I have a game? Uh, as, as John signs a couple of people, um, then you got to put it the other way around as well. When we messed up, we messed up on...
0: Yeah, he wasn't that good back in the day. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I suspect this, this question, the, the one moment... Something fans will remember you for is going to be, as we've discussed, um the Coventry game. But Sorry, the London could, Senior
1: Cup final.
0: Yeah. that's I was going, if you could put the highlight next to your Hall of Fame thing, that one little clip of Tony Rains for thirty seconds or a minute. What what would that clip be? What would what would your clip be? Would it be the the goals or?
1: Um, like it, it's certainly not the goals. Um, although I have a, remind me, a, a, I've got. A couple of kind of one serious, one not so serious, but um, mm. you know, I I'd tell you what it was. One of the the best, and this is a generalisation, and this happened quite often. We we what you were talking about earlier about having a push to go in and all that, and we went to it's over there I can see it. You have, no, on um, it's it's hammering down here at the moment where I am, and it was hammering down that night. And if the game had gone on. Another 10 minutes, it would have been a ban. But we were talking on the coach on the way there and we had a particularly bad run. Michael Cook was uh, involved with the conversation and we'd agreed. It's only about six games into the season, but we weren't doing well. And we said, look, if it don't work tonight, we'll resign. We're not doing well. So four yards out in the 89th minute, someone smashed it in. And we scraped home 1-0 and we then went on a game. We then went on something like 24 games without getting beat and winning most of those. And I think we came runners up that year. I think it was someone Canvey or someone more miles away from us. Yeah. Um, so, so that that turning point really, probably sitting in the john and cooking and going, you know, a lot of things wouldn't have happened if we resigned that day, good or bad.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So all these little these little moments make up make up such significant things. I know I, I saw you when you it was quite funny because when you were in the car park at the ladies' match, I kept looking over thinking. I know that bloke, I recognise that bloke. <laughs> um I work I work in, in Sutton in a customer facing job. So I was like trying to work out if I where I'd seen you before and then your grandchildren I think were sort of been mascots and part of That's it was right. a little tour. And um they said to your daughter, I think it was, "Oh, uh, um, have you ever been here before? And she kind of just went, Oh yeah, my, my dad's been here one or two times and it just suddenly it's <laughs> like I know who that is. <laughs> um, do you do you keep up with team, do you kind of um, look out for the results still? All
1: the time, it's the first result you look for. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, 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 I get, uh, I speak to Joycey and uh, and other people, and read and and listen to the stuff that's on, on, on what you do, and, and match reports afterwards. Uh, and I, yeah, I was at Wembley with them last year. How they didn't win, I don't know, but well, I do know the referee. Blown up, really. But anyway, it's another issue. Um, so, yes, I try and keep on top of it. I, I get down a couple of the... They're so good to me. Go down, come down any time I like. Um, I bring... Not that they like this too much, but I normally have two tables of 12 and bring a few of the buyers down from my local pub and area. Also, from the Mission area where we used to live, and John's got a lot of uh, people it's coming from there. Um, so we, we we do that and then there's there would be an occasion game where where someone's going to be there or it's something backed up, um, something like that so i'm 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 not involved in any technical side of that but i'm certainly not completely on top i'm i i, I read i look and, and i keep up to speed
0: so much easier nowadays because I, I remember if i didn't make the game i had to look out i'd either call that 0891 number or look out for the newspapers and get our magnifying glass to try and find our results. And now it's like instant. You're, you can be standing on the terrace, you can pick up your, your phone, you can find out all the results of all the games, live league tables. just like, this is mad. I'm so jealous of yeah. some of these youngsters watching football now. It's like you don't know your form. <laughs> did you ever, ever think that something would be in the EFL, in the in the in the football league? Did you kind of think they were always gonna be just happy bobbing along? Or did you think, no, no, it will uh, happen one day?
1: Um, good question again. Uh not Back in the day, no, no. I think when, as a player, we got into the conference, as it was, or the national league, as it is now. I actually won before the pros. I think we come seventh first year, and Fulham were towards the bottom of the in old money. They were fourth, and I thought, you know what? I could go back to my old club here. If we win a couple of games, and they lose a couple of games, or or one of us does, then we could be in the same league, and I could get my own back. <laughs> uh, and then Mister fire come in. And ripped my idea out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think what you can do at, at Sutton now, and and I, I talk, there's loads of people: with Bruce and, and Tony Double Bear, Dave and Joyce and Shang and and all you know, Bruce of i mentioned him, and you sure. get I, I get a flavour from it. That, that, that there is, I, and I don't know what it is, but there's a kind of a backer or somebody doing this, that and the other and and then you, you think, oh, they can yeah, uh, 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 and to emphasise that, I think you've probably got more chance with what's going on the pitch where the ground's a little bit tight, so that needs to be that's more of the thing that's going to hold them back than the playing style. Uh, and whether they can or can't do it is it, not an issue, but they will have to, the higher they go you have to have so many turns told, to you have to have X, Y, and Z. And that's the bit that might hold them a little bit. But if, if the backers are still there and that the, they can um, put that right, then I, I can see them going up one league. Mm. I think that'd be the limit, but who expected them to go up two years ago? So
0: exactly.
1: who am exactly. I to say?
0: Yeah, I mean, for some other reason, I, I looked up attendances 10 years ago and we were averaging 500 and now we're averaging 3,000. And it's 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 to me walking around Sutton just at a lunchtime, a week a weekday lunchtime, I will see several people wearing Sutton United stuff, which you just, well, it wasn't so so big back then, but you just wouldn't really see anything. And you would go to games, and you might not know every single person's name, but you would recognise other Sutton supporters. Now I'm seeing people at Sutton games, I'm like, who the hell are you? I've no idea who you are. Um, but it's just, it's it's brilliant. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's mad to see these crowds.
1: Yeah, and it, yeah, if you relate it to, to to the commentary game, which put Sutton on the map for several years, then these boys have done the same thing. Yeah,
0: it's and
1: they've done brilliant, and and the manager is yeah. very good. Yeah, um, oh, you know, I can't speak like so they've, they've done the whole club have done brilliant on on the pitch, off the pitch. Yeah, but as I go back that to was, the, my little scenario earlier, it, it's about finance, and I don't think that horribly. It's not there. It's just that they've got to do X, Y, Z to the ground as well as looking after the players. Which they're obviously doing at the moment. I mean, they're a little rush to yeah. start with. But I know they had a load of injuries and it would come OK, talking to the people there. Uh, uh, and they've climbed the table. And now they're in touch and distance at the playoffs. Uh, you
0: know. Yeah, mad. It's all, it's all just all a bit surreal. I've spoken to Matt a couple of times and he's so organised and everything. And I think after the first time, I was ready to give him 20 minutes myself. And I, I can't play or run. Kind of wrapping up now, you'll be pleased to know. Here's a question that I loved. Someone put oh, forward. Good. What skills or qualities does a prime Tony Reigns bring to the current Sutton United team? So you are in your absolute prime. What are you saying? This is what I can do for you.
1: Right. So I wasn't the quickest, but I had two yards up there. I think what I could also is I bring Kamari off the pitch as well, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I know it's all about um, energy drinks, recovery, drinking water. But we did have a little expression in our day: win or lose, have a booze. If we draw, we'll have some more, uh, and <laughs> that brings the play. That brings the players together. Whether we were coming back on a train from Doncaster, or we were, we just played staff at our home. So that side on the pitch, I think organization really. I had some good players around me, and. I, know, could tug him in. We could we could keep a formation as a defence or a unit. Mickey Cornwall was very good for that. If we'd start him up front, but if we were getting battered, in, he knew what to do. Then he could go forward uh, and and play beyond um, them again. So, so bit of organisation, bit of bit of kind of kind of taking what barry would have hopefully said while well, he was alive as well but to do it on the pitch rather than you have to communicate it across so uh, yeah there's probably about two two assets there and now should have said one sorry
0: That is fine that's perfect yeah so the, the the team spirit is 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 really really important and i i said this a few times last year about the current group and i said i know it's not technical i know it's not something you teach But there is that element of i better put it in because i'm not having this lot take the piss out of me on the training ground on monday so you've got to give that little bit extra and because they're mates you can you can see you can see sometimes when people just play with each other but when they're mates you can you can kind of like there's just that little tiny tiny bit extra and we've we've been lucky at something where we've had so many teams throughout the years you can go yep yep they they, there's something there there's been one or two times where you're like oh it's, it's just something missing but generally we've been really lucky um, yeah. the years, especially uh, the last uh, 12 uh, years or
1: so as well it takes one group of players and then you're rebuilding <coughs> that that group of players weeks to get used to themselves yeah and then then the camaraderie and the friendship start to develop and then you're back
0: where you were so for you when you finished playing you kind of went into coaching so you didn't have quite that cut but what's what what's it been like since you've kind of not been involved so much now
1: my life's been pretty, you know, pretty good. Um, I've got seven grandchildren now. Um, just, just kind of concentrating on them, uh, and just keeping in touch with the football. I love all sport, love all football. Uh, I, I will get down to something more and watch games. Um, but it's been uh, just a. A period. Well, that to put my, put my angle on something else, if you like, yeah, and which is the kids and the, and the grand, grandchildren. Um, but um, yeah, one of them's not bad. So yeah. not bad as it goes. Um, yeah,
0: got that. Sits. She's not bad. Steve. Steve said his grand um, son was very very impressed that he played for Sutton United because now Sutton United obviously are up there. His grandson was super yeah. impressed, and he was like, yep, yeah, yeah, it's mine." <laughs> so he was delighted yeah, when yeah, I yeah, said you're on yeah. YouTube and TikTok as well now. <laughs> Um, Excellent. thank Excellent. you, thank you so much. This was I know it was a pain to get to get together and I know um, you've struggled through your illness, so i genuinely thank you so much. I'll let you get off and have some dinner um and I'll let you know when this is out. And it's been a delight and a pleasure to speak to you, Tony.
1: Thanks, Mike. I feel exactly the same. It's been great talking to you. Have a good evening. E-N-I-T! 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 E-N-I-T!
0: E-N-I-T! 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 E-N-I-T!